State Representative Christy Purcell from District 58A is joining us now by phone from uh, the state's capital. Good morning, Christy. How are you doing today? Good morning, Jeff. I am A-OK. I'm really ready for this uh, this record-breaking winter to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's March the 17th, and we've got 16 degrees for a high today. We don't have as oh many God. degrees as we have days in the month. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's, uh, well, first of all, you're, you're at the state capitol today. I was talking with Rich earlier. He had had some correspondence with you. Uh, you had another late night at the uh, capitol last night? Um, you know, sort of uh, predictably late last night, we had a pretty short uh, floor session because then we had evening committees. So we're coming up on some deadlines. So um, I've had two different evening meetings this week, and then I have two committee meetings this morning, uh, a little bit concurrently perhaps. So we're just sort of cramming like end of semester for students. Um, so we we had four sessions that ended uh, at a predictable time, and then we had committee from six to eight. All right. Now, the, uh, the big news, the headline uh, coming today uh, is um, about the XL Energy plant, uh, the uh, nuclear yep. plant in uh, in. Uh, uh, Monticello had a uh, radioactive water leak in there. Now, this just broke out today or yesterday. So I don't know if, has that been discussed? Did anyone in the legislature know about that beforehand? Is this the first year learning about it as well? Um, those are really great questions. I learned about this yesterday afternoon, uh, right before we went to floor session. Um, I learned it from one of my committee chairs. After committee, they asked us to stay behind and asked members of the public to leave and shared that news with us. Um, I, I We had all the same questions that you have, which is, if this happened in November, why are we only hearing about this now? Um, uh, sadly, I don't know much more than you all. I mean, I've only been in this job for 11 weeks, but it seemed like my colleagues who had been here much longer were equally surprised as I was. Um, so I know that, uh, you know, our nuclear plants get regulated at the federal level. Um, but uh, it is concerning why uh, why the public and also legislators were only informed of it three Three plus months later. Now, I would imagine you know you, uh, you know, were the uh, director of the uh, Cannon River Watershed Partnership and uh, and Clean River Partners uh, before you were the uh, uh, our state representative. You know, having that background with watersheds and everything, um, does that change your perspective? Uh, are you uh, is this something that you brought up that's been talked about in the uh, you know in the last twenty four hours or, or or twelve hours, however long it's been since you found out about this? Um, these are these are absolutely uh, questions and concerns that I have. I haven't quite figured out whom to ask of these questions, but um, you're absolutely right that uh, um, having a, a clean water background, I am deeply concerned. I have zero experience with uh, radioactive water, uh, luckily. Um, so I, I feel like I'm going to need to be learning a lot over the weekend what the heck is going on? Okay. So I'm sorry I can't illuminate further, but um, I am uh, I am just as surprised and horrified 
uh, hopefully, as hey. as you and our listeners are. Yeah, it, uh, and we don't expect you to know any more at this point, but Wolf, that's probably a story that's going to be followed for a while. Mm-hmm. Let, let's yeah. move on to some of the things that have happened in the past week or so. Uh, first of all, uh, your Ag Committee, you're the co-chair, and I understand you actually have been chair of some meetings of the uh, Ag Committee this week. Yes, so yesterday, um, Agriculture Committee is, is the committee we had in the evening, so we had our afternoon session, of which I chaired the entirety of that 90-minute. And then we went into recess, um, had our our house floor session, got to eat some dinner. And then we uh, came back together uh, in the evening at 6 o'clock last night. And then I chaired about mm, uh, probably about half of the evening session. So I... Uh, I, I had the gavel in my hands again yesterday uh, for for a, a more extended time, and uh, I, I had watched myself in previous previous performances, which of course is always painful to watch or listen back to yourself. Um, but I learned a lot, and definitely with practice, uh, felt like I I was getting <laughs> yeah. in the swing of things a little bit more after now sharing for several hours. What were the, uh, what were the topics of the uh, ag meeting? Were there, is there any uh, certain things you were talking about? Um, well, so the, the evening meeting, I, I sat in the chair seat because the actual chair, I'm the vice chair, the actual chair, Samantha Vang was presenting bills. So it's customary for, the chair to present the agency's bills. So like the Department of Agriculture's bill, uh, sort of, you know, what comes out of the administration for where they, where they're proposing to to spend money. And basically then uh, we get to, we get to decide that that's sort of a starting point uh, for us. So they did a, a bill presentation, and then we got to ask questions of the Department of Ag. There were two folks there um, who then uh, move that forward. Uh, I think it has to go then to Ways and Means, and then potentially to the General Register. But we we have a chance to kind of amend our budget onto it. Uh, but that was sort of the when the when the chair presents a bill, that's when I get the gavel. Um, but then our chair was presenting bills in other committees for the afternoon session. Um, let's see, what did we uh, hear about? We heard about um, a, a bill to support green theme, which I always get a little tongue-tied around, but it's sort of a regional area, and um, it covers our area, um, and kind of the, the swath of southern Minnesota and innovation and and farming around there. Another regional uh, bill that I got to preside over is some funding that goes to the Southern Minnesota Initiative Foundation. And the CEO of that is uh, former Congressman Tim Penny. Um, And he presented with Representative Petersburg from down Steel County Way. And uh, we have a base appropriation for them for this, a couple of big local food events that they put on. Um, so one one is in Rochester. I forget where the location of the other one is. So um, yeah, it was great. We got to hear about some some local ag initiatives uh, when I had the gavel. Representative Christy Purcell is with us from District Fifty Eight A. What have you been working on? Any of your own bills this week? Uh, yes. So I presented a bill 
there was some media attention around um, reinstating the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency's Citizen Board. So in 1967, when our MPCA came into being, it came into being with the Citizen Oversight Board, uh, which was in place for 48 years. And then in kind of a political maneuver uh, in 2015, at the end of session, it was um, attempted to be killed. Governor Dayton actually vetoed uh, the bill that would have killed it off. And then in special session, uh, he approved the bill just to try to make special session come to an end. Um, and so that is when uh, the PCA Citizens Board went away. And basically, since it's been away, um, since it's been gone, citizens have been advocating and clamoring for that additional level of scrutiny and accountability over the uh, over the commissioner for the length of that time. So I got to be the the bearer of that bill this time around, and um, certainly faced pushback. Uh, and happy to go to the mat for this. Uh, <laughs> we have citizens boards that oversee the Board of Water and Soil Resources, the University of Minnesota, the uh, Minnesota State Colleges system, uh, elections. So we have a lot of these these citizen boards where the agency does the technical work and then the citizens bring that like local on the ground knowledge. Um, so that is a that is the thing that I think is really important and it got a hearing in the Senate, got a hearing in the House. Uh, we'll see how it proceeds, but um, that was probably my my highest profile bill uh, that I got mm -hmm. to present this past week. All right. Now, you'd mentioned we were talking just briefly. We only had uh, about uh, 20 seconds before you went on the air. You mentioned something about cars being towed. Mm -hmm. What is so that? That's what, uh, yeah. Yes, that's one of the things. This is a, a, a thing that I uh, did not know much about. I don't, uh -huh. I don't work in the the unhoused space very much, but folks who do um, shared that, uh, I mean, some really devastating stories about people who uh, might be between homes or, or might be experiencing homelessness and living out of their car, and if their car gets towed, literally everything that they own is in the car, sometimes medica life-saving medications, uh, sometimes identification, um, uh, these things that if they get towed, um, we have seen in the past that the companies refuse uh, that the people can access those vehicles to get those really, really important items out. Um, and in those cases, there's people who have stories about um, losing the remains of both of their parents um, when the car was then disposed of. So uh, we passed unanimously off the House floor last night some legislation um, that says people need to have access to their vehicles, even if they have been towed, mm -hmm. um, and especially kind of the most vulnerable folks whose whole lives might be in there. Mm -hmm. um, so that was nice to see the to see the green board last night. The um, yeah earlier in the week, you had uh, I saw some headlines about a. Holocaust survivor that had mm -hmm. uh, to talk to through, I don't know if his committees, but gave some type of presentation or talked to people up at yeah. the Capitol. Were you part of that? Did you see that? Uh, 
No, sadly, I was not on that committee, but I watched the video afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was it was terribly moving. There's a 99 year old Holocaust survivor um, who came to Minnesota um, after after she and her parents survived. She came as a teenager, um, and there are a couple of bills that um, that I, I think it has to do with education and making sure that we are teaching. Um, about genocide and that we are teaching about the Holocaust in our schools. And um, I recommend all of our committees and floor sessions are all um, taped, and then you can find them on YouTube if you search uh, for the Minnesota House. The Senate is the same thing. Um, but it was just really beautiful. This um, this 99-year-old woman shared very moving testimony. She was there with her family. Um, so that was really beautiful. I think the other thing that was really um, Really moving this week is Monday. We we suspended most of our um, committee work to have Sovereignty Day um, up at the Capitol, and so all day long we met with leaders from the eleven tribal nations that share the geography with Minnesota. We had breakout sessions. Uh, we had sort of introductions on the House floor that is all available similarly um, on the YouTube page. But uh, I was especially keen to hear from our tribal neighbors closest to closest to us in Northfield, so the Shakopee, Midday, Wakantawan Sioux community, and then uh, downstream from us, basically where the Cannon meets the uh, Mississippi River, the Prairie Island Indian community. Um, but it was wonderful to hear from our Ojibwe and our Dakota neighbors. And we had drum circle and uh, prayer, so it was uh, it was a great learning opportunity, I think, for all of us legislators, and just an opportunity to develop relationships. Uh, Representative Purcell with us from District 58A. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to bring up while we have you here? I have just a couple of minutes left, but I'll give you the floor. Yes, yes thank you. Well, I will just give a preview. So you can watch our um, committee meetings live. I know this because sometimes uh, my mother will just text me mid-committee and say, good job, or something. Um, so you can watch them live, but then they're archived on YouTube as well. Um, so this morning, uh, the first committee that I have this morning um, is our elections committee. I imagine we will see a few uh, famous faces. Uh, former Governor Jesse Ventura came and campaigned or uh, testified against a bill that we are hearing um, this morning in elections uh, when it was up in the Senate. So one of the bills that we'll be hearing uh, proposes to move the threshold for a major party status to 10%. It's at 5% right now um, from the previous election, I think it is. So some states it's 2% to get major party status, um, you know, as our only uh, governor, I believe, who was elected who wasn't a Republican or Democrat. He is, of course, very passionate about this. So if you want to see the body back in action, um, I know he testified uh, in favor of the cannabis legalization. So he's not not happy about this particular piece of legislation. And we also have an Alaskan congresswoman. She was elected in a special session, reelected this fall um, in the general election. She's the first Alaskan native to... Uh, be elected, and um, her name is Mary Peltola, and she is coming to 
to testify in favor of ranked choice voting because Alaska is one of the states that does ranked choice voting. We're hearing that bill this morning. So you, you can always catch it after the fact, but it should be uh, should be a little spicier than usual sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Boy, there's not been uh, too many times I've agreed with Jesse Ventura in my life, but this is one of them. I, I'm, mm-hmm. on I'm, on that I'm one. very keen to hear both sides of the argument. Yeah, and I like that ranked choice uh, ballot as well. I, I find that very intriguing. But I'll let you uh, hear them today, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll stay out of that fray. <laughs> Christy, we're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us today. It's much appreciated. Uh, hopefully you can enjoy St. Pat. Are you Irish at all? or? Uh, no, I celebrate St. Erho's Day, All which right. was yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I, I may, might be a little bit of Irish just in my uh, European mutt mm-hmm. heritage. But <laughs> okay. yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day to all who celebrate. Happy St. Erho's Day to all who celebrate it. All right, thank you, uh, Representative Christine Purcell. We'll see thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Representative Purcell uh, joins us every weekday at this time here on The One. You can check her out online, too, at uh, our at her, uh, excuse me, her uh, website, which is uh, our, uh, a part of this, the state website. <laughs> there we have it.